and welcome back to another episode of Late Night Date Night, the podcast where once a week I try to fill the empty hole inside of me from being left by my co-host. Uh, joining me this week is uh, my mom Tomlin, Lana Tomlin. Your mom. <laughs> okay, uh, henceforth we'll be known as my mom uh, because it's going to be too hard to have a conversation calling you Lana with all the bruises that are going to show up on my face from getting punched. Uh, so if you're new to the show, it's a live show on Twitch, but you can also hear it on all your uh, listening platforms. Uh, we just we just have a conversation. We both have prepared a topic that we've not spoken about in advance so that the conversation is fresh. I know that makes some of my guests nervous, but they shouldn't be. I would never do anything to trap them up and catch, a, catch them up in many, many... I don't know. I, Trip them up. Prank them so good. Uh, but yeah, but before we uh, go into it, if you want to uh, be part of the conversation, if you just leave a comment on Twitch, you can. And in between topics, we'll bring you into the, the conversation. Uh, we're going to start off with an icebreaker. Do, have you, have you, 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 you're familiar. So I added a couple uh, new questions so that you couldn't prepare your answers in advance. Do I have to talk as fast as you do? No. Oh, okay, good. It's the caffeine, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Got it. All right. Uh, you do have to be quick on this one, though. Oh, don't have my phone. Oh, it's time. <laughs> yeah, do you have your phone? I left it out there. Oh, I, I, have, I have a stopwatch. Oh. You're right, you're right. All right, let's see. Every This is almost every week I forget my to, to record this part. Boop. Nope, not that one. This one. All right. Are you ready? I think so. And they have to be honest que- answers, okay? Do I get to pass? You have one pass. Out of how many questions? <laughs> there are 462 questions. Oh, so one pass. Remember. All right, ready? Uh-huh. What are your interests? Um, sports. Um, I like to go to the movies. Um, I like to do things with my family. Okay. And most of those things, yeah. Okay. Uh, who's got the funk? Who's got the funk? <laughs> Who's got the funk? Stanky? Funk? I don't... Look, I need an honest Who's answer here. Who's got the funk? Um, uh, I'll pass. Okay, what's your favorite color? Uh, orange. Uh, is there a god? Yes. Okay, tell me a secret. Um, I couldn't tell you a secret because then it wouldn't be a secret. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> uh, what's the last good thing you watched? Um... Oh, I watched a show that you hate. You hated. You said it was junk. What was it? I Woman thought... in the Window. No, 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 no. no. A, a show. A, a, a TV show. Oh, I know what you're with, talking uh, about. Catherine Keith Fiegel Hegel. What is that? What was that? I honestly couldn't tell you what it's called. You're you're stalling, so you don't have to answer more questions. No, no, no. It's a good show. Okay. Well, if we remember it, if anyone knows <laughs> in the comments, let us know. Because uh, man, no information there. Who do you look up to? Um, I wouldn't say somebody specific, but I look up to people who um, are honest um, and that do the right thing and are accountable. Wow. How many? How many what? <laughs> how many people do I look up to? How many? <laughs> Just how many? Oh, 32 because it's my favorite okay. number. Uh, what's your favorite food? Uh, so I like uh, burritos and pizza. It's favorite food, not foods, plural. Oh, I got to pick one? Uh, bean, cheese, and rice burrito. Okay, there you go. Uh, what's a pet peeve you have? Oh, uh, bad driving. I hate it. <laughs> I, I, I agree on that I one. I'm going to get real angry. All right. No shoes, no shirt, 
No service? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> all right. Look, you got them all. You got them all under the time limit. Wow. How much time did I have? I mean, it was two minutes and five seconds. But when I stopped it, but I'm I pretty still sure you can't think of that show though. I again, if you someone told me it was junk, yeah, it is junk. It's a Netflix original for for the audience. It's a Netflix original. It's like basically like a soap opera. Yeah, it's about They're two funny. women. They're funny. It's about two women. If you could think best of it, friends. They're best friends. They're best friends. friends. Yes. <laughs> and if you could think of it, you let us know and we'll we'll give it a shout out. Yes. Even though I don't think it's Yeah, we should it. give it a shout out. No, I, I want other people's <laughs> opinion. Okay. Alright. Alright. So usually I start the uh, the topic, but I'm giving you the option to start if you would like. Uh, no, okay. Start All right. So, as you know, I curate my topic to my guest. Um and this, is, this isn't necessarily just for you, but I think it's something that a lot of people will find relatable. So it, my question is about um, being a parent versus having a career and how you find that balance. Uh, do, uh, first of all, I'll ask on a personal level, do you think you had a fulfilling, you know, you know child, not child, fulfilling child, if you had a fulfilling uh, home life and career and how did you find that balance? Yeah, I, th- I think I did. I, I think I do. Um, I don't work anymore, but... Uh, okay, humble brag. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I think it's hit and miss. So, like, when you're giving everything to a project at work or something at work, then something at home is, is probably slipping through the cracks. Um, but I, I had a great support system. So, from the time you guys were very little, I had friends or family that watched you. Um, Dad always had a Monday through Friday set schedule, which made it very nice. He worked close to home for the most part, and so like he could pop in at school or do what, whatever was necessary if I was commuting or whatever. Um, and then, uh, you know, because I worked in law enforcement, uh, schedules are all over the place, so there would be times I'd be out all night and then come home, sleep for a few hours, and have to be back at work. Uh, so... I wouldn't say, I mean, you can strive for balance, but I don't necessarily think uh, you can achieve it. Um, there'll be times when everything's balanced, um, but I don't think on a daily basis we had what you would call a balanced mm-hmm. life. Uh, but again, having dad, very consistent work schedule and close to home and, and all of those things made all the difference in the world. And I, like I said, I had a, a great support system. So you, you would say support system is the number one oh. necessity? Oh, absolutely. Well, I also want to, so I'm kind of pulling this from what you're saying. Do you think that maybe it is a balance still, but one at a time? So having a balance in your, both your career and your home life is really more about having the ability to give time to work and, and then it sometimes gives time to your home and, and not feel stressed that you're one of those is slacking. Well, and we've been really lucky too. So a lot of my assignments, you guys were included in things. Mm-hmm. Um, you, here's a prime example. So when Garrett was in high school, I worked in Apple Valley. Um, I was able to take him to school on my way you know, to work. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was able to pick him up. He'd come to my office, do his homework. And then uh, the, the swimming pool when he played water polo and swam was connected to my office. So he'd walk over to the, to the pool. Um, so I, I just, I was blessed in my assignments uh, during different, you know, periods of our life. So that was, 
but but you guys always were included in my work, you know, mm. functions and yeah. things like that. And so it it just was, it was, that part was well balanced, you know. And and I I work for an organization that uh, values family, and so um, I never had a boss tell me, oh no, you're not taking the day off because your kid's sick or you can't go to this appointment or that. I always had great support that way too. You you say you didn't you don't necessarily think you had like a perfect balance, but did you ever have periods of time where you felt the imbalance? Like, did you, did you feel like, did you ever feel in your career that things were slipping or did you ever feel at home that things were slipping? So, um, I think there were times in our lives that I didn't get a lot of sleep Mm. and, and, um, not getting a lot of sleep is not beneficial to your personal health, but it, but it also isn't beneficial to the people around you. You know, you become short irritable. Yeah. yeah, And things like that, where it probably wasn't fair or overreacted to things, um, because I was either stressed or trying to figure, and, and I can, I can point to a time when it was really difficult, which is when I was coaching and working and, but I do want to point out to the audience this is the the schedule of a crazy woman. Yeah. She's she's a full time employee of an organization where you're probably working what at the time. Oh, I, I always through my career was anywhere from forty to sixty hours a week. Okay, so let's say let's let's just say on average fifty hour weeks, right? Then on top of that, she's chosen to now start coaching a high school basketball team. But it was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it, you loved it. <laughs> yeah, but that plus. You're a, a a mother and a wife. You're a sociopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I don't um, think I don't think many people can could could manage that kind of schedule. Yeah, but again, back to those things. You guys would come to practice mm-hmm. with me. You guys would go on the road when we had you know games on the road. So and then we had the motor home. So everybody piled in, and uh-huh. it was it was like a family function. Um, it it was just. I thought it was fun, mm-hmm. but I'm sure things got missed. And, and I didn't sleep a lot. I would sleep anywhere from four to probably at the most six hours a day. And then graveyard is really difficult mm-hmm. to do that. So And, and when I was uh, in Apple Valley as a sergeant, um, I would choose to work graveyard, come home, sleep for a few hours, go to practice, and then go to work. Um, and luckily, I think at that time we were on like... Um, we were on a 312, so I got three and four days off a week, which really helped our lives. Yeah, I'm sure. I, but still, I think I, I don't think many people would be able to relate to that kind of schedule. Yeah, it's whack. Uh, I, I will tell you from my perspective, I don't felt like I don't felt like I don't feel like um, I like the because I know you you were the kids would call it a girl boss. You like really excelled in your career. Um, but I never felt like you were missing anything from, from my life. Well, so like the coaching though, it was nice because I was at your school. Yeah. Right. So like all like what you were, when I started there, I think you were in elementary school and then you moved into junior high. And then when I left, you started Mm -hmm. high school. Um, and, and so, and it was beneficial me leaving when I did too, because because you didn't want me to be your coach. We all know I can't take direction from you. No. Because uh, I don't know anything. But, so I, I, I think it's, I mean, kind of funny that you, you, you perceive that you didn't have this, this really good balance. But I, I, I'm telling you, there is never, I can never, I can't even think of a time where I was like, I wish my mom was here at this. Or you, you, were, you were always there. Okay, well, there's one that your brother brings up all the time. Well, my brother's 
and I think he was like sub five, <laughs> and he was playing um, like, you know, the peewee basketball, and he made a shot, and I missed it. Well, it's because and I had been at all the other games. You you have to admit it's because he, he hangs on to it because he's not good at basketball now. <laughs> it was, it, that was where he peaked, and he, yeah. he's hanging on to it. He's that. the one that should have tried basketball. I know he's significantly tall. taller than yes. both of us. Our whole family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, so I guess maybe now I want to go into like the advice portion because I'm so, cause like we said, sociopath schedule. I have trouble even balancing just work, my relationship, and then my passions, right? Like, uh, some there's some days I come home from work, like a perfect example. I I came I I had a. I was not feeling well all day at work on Monday. There was a group text going on. I would have loved to come and, and go on a bike ride with you, which is something that in this group text they were talking about. But I just was exhausted and I didn't wanna I didn't wanna do anything other than, you know, my set schedule of like coming home, working out, watching TV, going to sleep. Um, so on on day I'm you had days like that, right? In your life? That I didn't want to, but I, I had... So what is your advice to get to push through that wall, I, I, I guess I'm asking? Um, well, first of all, I don't need a lot of sleep. Mm. I mean, even now, I, it doesn't matter what time I go to bed. I still get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I, I go to bed at midnight. I'm still getting up at 5. Mm. But, um, so I don't, I don't think I need as much sleep as some people. Um, but And physically, I don't have trouble with that. If I had to read something... Or, yes. yeah, yeah, I'd be on the nod for sure. <laughs> yeah, how, how many times when you were little oh, we would yeah. be reading books? This is actually one of my, I, as a child that hobby was reading, but only because we, we started reading together, like she would read to me, and so many nights she would fall asleep one, two pages in. I got so frustrated that I go, I'm going to read by myself now. And that's why I needed LASIK so early in my life, because I, I read in the dark as a child. Yeah. Yeah, and then you had glasses for distance, and you'd leave them on to yes. read. Yes. Hey, look, <laughs> old habits die hard. I keep, I still have the glasses you, on. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I'm also going to wear my sunglasses at night. It's so funny oh, for the people night. who who don't have the video part of the podcast. They're gonna be like, this part of the of the conversation makes zero sense. Oh, got it. Uh, okay, so what is, is so, but what is? What oh, would you say your overall advice is? Then? Well, um, I support. You need support, and and. I use this as an example because a guy that I worked with, he he came to me and said, um, I can't do this schedule, I can't do this, I can't do that because I'm a single parent. And I said, well, do you have a babysitter? Yeah, but I don't have a you know a backup and they couldn't do this or that. I said, well, you need a babysitter and you need a backup and you need a backup to the backup. Mm. And, and his response was, I have no one. Well, why don't you have someone? Because yeah. when you were little... How many of my friends would have dropped their whole world to go pick you up from school or to oh, take yeah. you here or take you there? I was, I was just, I was just actually telling Elise that uh, <laughs> I remember it is weird what your brain clings on to as a child, but I remember there was like there were a few days where you guys forgot to pick me up from school. <laughs> I'm not sure we ever forgot. <laughs> there was definitely one time though because I, I remember sitting there for a very long time, them calling. And I know you guys had to go through the chain of people, and, and eventually, you know, a family friend picked me up. But you had those backups. Oh I think. yeah, yeah. I, you, I your, probably, your bench was deep. Oh, really deep. Yeah, and and people that you know you wouldn't expect that would just drop everything, 
because my kids needed something or whatever. And I don't think we had to rely on that a lot, but um, what a nice feeling. Oh, yeah. I mean, that security, I think, is everything. Yeah. So you have to have support, but but if you don't have it, you, you got to look at yourself and go, what am I doing wrong? You know, mm -hmm. like, why aren't I building those relationships where people will be there in a pinch or... Well, I got to tell you, Mom, as someone who on this podcast have talked about, has talked about building adult relationships, it's very difficult. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, think, I think when you have children, I think that's a whole new network of how to build relationships. But think about who those friends were that would have dropped everything. I mean, obviously we had Uncle Kim, mm -hmm. but, but uh, Gertie and mm -hmm. um, Chris. Again, yeah, friends and, you met from school. Yeah, no, no, but I met them coaching. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah. But again, not everyone can have a third job or yeah, whatever. Yeah. No. Okay, but I need some tangible advice here. Um, build, build a support system um, so that when you need help, there, there are people there. Mm. Um, and cut yourself a break because mm. at any given time, something's falling through the cracks. Yeah. And, and you, you hope that it's not family. And you hope you're not doing things that are detrimental to your kids, right? Um, but recognize it. And I'm glad that you're saying that you never felt like, you know... I missed things or mm -hmm. I wasn't there or I didn't spend a lot of time. Um, we also have always done everything as a family. Um, so like dad and I didn't date much during your upbringing. Yeah. You know, that was kind of put off, you know, on the... Yeah, well, if you, if you don't mind me, <laughs> me, me telling the audience this... They, they How will I know if you don't? <laughs> Whatever. I'm pretty sure you, you don't. Okay. Uh, they they were so not used to dating that they just celebrated <laughs> their their thirty third anniversary, yes, yes. their thirty third wedding anniversary, and she surprised him with a night out. And he and she goes, "Oh, uh, I'm gonna surprise you. We're going out to dinner." And he, the first thing he asked is, uh, "No, I said, are you? I said we're going on a date." And he said, "With who? <laughs> said with each other." <laughs> Yeah, you clearly prioritize the, the... And then, I don't know if I told you this part, then I tell him what time to be ready, and he's sitting on the couch playing video games, because uh -huh. he's a gamer, right? <laughs> okay. And, and uh, he thinks he's a gamer. Um, and he's in shorts and a t-shirt, his normal garb, uh -huh. and he says, do I need to change? <laughs> We're going out on a date. <laughs> I mean, look, he's comfortable with you. You've been married 33 years. Yeah. Yeah. You also live in, in the desert, so I, I mean... Yeah, but we found mind, a fancy place. Yeah, you're right, but in his mind, he's like, what, are we going to Applebee's? I'm not dressing up for Applebee's. I would also not dress up for Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't have to get way dressed up, but he's not going to... I mean, do I have to change? Or, yeah. All right. Okay, so what about, like, like interpersonally? So, like, let's, let's, what would you give advice to me? I don't have kids. It's not about... It's about, it's about finding the emotional balance, I guess more so with me because you actually had to split your time more for me it's about like getting emotionally exhausted at my job and then being like do I want to put effort into my passions or do I want to you know maintain a good relationship right and that's difficult right um well so I think everybody has to find what gives them peace as well and and for everybody it's something different and mm -hmm. you know um for a period of time there it was every Sunday when we went to church, it was the only time in my world that my cell phone was off, right? Uh -huh. That one hour, hour and a half at church. Um, and so that was kind of a big deal. And that was where I found peace. 
but I know some people working out gives mm-hmm. them peace or um, doing something artistic yeah. gives you peace or, you know, and everybody has to find what that is. And then uh, you really have to communicate with your partner too mm-hmm. um, so that that other person's getting what they need yeah. and, and that there's, there's balance there. That's probably the most important. And, and it, I, I'm sure not focusing on our relationship and just focusing on our family probably um, hurt us a little bit, but we're, um, we're making pre- up for lost time. Not just that we're, um, we're pretty oh. compatible and we like to spend time with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, when we, when we were dating, the more we saw of each other, the better we got along. If, yeah. if we didn't see each other for stretches, stretches of time then we'd pick on little things but mm-hmm. the more we're together the better and we love our family and we love our unit and, yeah. and the things and we've always done really I think fun things as a family, as a family yeah uh, well, well I didn't like the dirt <laughs> uh, yeah and I would say like you know you say that you weren't focusing necessarily on each other but I think uh, during all of our family events there was there was moments between oh, just sure. the two of you sure. I'm sure but I know a lot of couples who date yes like they they take vacations without their kids, and uh-huh. they do, and and I do. I'm not. I think those things are important. We just never could fit it. Maybe it's the too much time at the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But also, I mean, I even think about because we we still go on vacations together. Mm-hmm. I think even I, I think even like the last couple of vacations we went on, you definitely have time where it's just you and and oh, dad yeah. together. Yeah, because you people don't get up early in the morning. Well, hey, look, I'm on vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, so I, I think it, it works out. And I look, if thirty-three years isn't proof that you've been doing it pretty well, well. technically September third will be thirty-five years together. Oh, oh, together. Okay, yeah. I was like, how did? Because I've been married that? my whole life. <laughs> that's <laughs> wild. It is. But hey, again, thirty-five years—pretty good example. I, I don't think you. Oh, that's also important. <laughs> I, what? I don't know what I said, but uh, I have a good picker. Mm. I have a good picker when it comes to uh, a husband, and I have a good picker when it comes to my friends. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I think I think we have a pretty solid foundation of people in our lives. Yeah. Well, look, I think, look, how, how do you feel? That was the first half of the conversation. Did you feel like it went pretty well? Yes. I agree. And it's going to be my turn. Yeah, let's see, let's see what we got here. Boop. Nothing. All right, so we, we answered all the questions, uh, or we just don't have uh, people watching. Sometimes, sometimes people will contact me afterwards. Um, I wish they would be doing it live so that I could bring them into the conversation because they usually have pretty insightful things to say. But they're a loss. Got it. All right. So, what is your your topic? So it kind of um, is that conversation that you had with your brother last week um, on your show mm-hmm. um, about jobs and careers and things. I always kind of thought that you were blessed that from a very young yeah. age, you really knew what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have like a multi-part question here. Okay. But the first part is, um, I, I like I said, thought of it as a blessing. Yes. Do you see it as a blessing or can it be a curse in the fact that you're not always doing what you want to be oh, doing? Oh, it's 100% a double-edged sword. I in because I couldn't even imagine because what what Garrett's going through right now seems very tumultuous to me like that seems like that seems nightmarish to me like not knowing my trajectory is so terrifying to me so in in, in that regard I'm very blessed that I that I knew from an early age like I I've, I've always known exactly 
what I'm passionate about, like, I, I've never been like, is this a stupid pursuit? Not, not even once have I questioned that. But then on the other hand, there's so many days where I, I'm doing something like, like today at my job, I was, I, I was given basically 500 CDs from like the 1970s and was told to compress, compile that into a single thumb drive. And I've never wanted to smash my head in a door before. Like, I mean, yeah, it's technically part of my job because I work with media, but it's not fulfilling. No. There's nothing about nothing creative at all. Not creative. I mean, it doesn't even like it's not even st stimulated in the in the slightest. I'm putting a CD in, dragging it into the thumb drive, taking the CD out, moving to the next one. So there's a lot of days, and I, and I and that is that feels oppressive, borderline. Mm -hmm. Like like I I put all this work into and money, all this work and money into fine tuning these abilities that I think not many people have. And this is what they've chosen to do with my abilities. So, so yeah, there, there's a lot of days. Or there's days where I, I, you know, you feel like you haven't gotten to where you need to be because of, of, of what my passions are. So, like, I saw this movie that I thought was really incredible. And then I saw that the director was, like, 25 years old. And that was a feature that I paid money to see. Mm. And I went, Wow. That could have been me. Not, not just that could have been me. I go, wow, two years younger than you, <laughs> you piece of garbage. Why haven't you done that did yet? you look in the mirror when you did that? Yeah, oh. constantly. <laughs> and if I don't have a mirror, I pull my phone out and do selfie mode. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> With the head Yeah, no, 100%. I need to give myself the sass I deserve. Got it. Uh, so, but what, what about you? Do you, because I know you nece didn't necessarily, I, I think you were very, uh, you had a fulfilling career. But that's not what you, you didn't know what you wanted when you started no. your job. No, I, I think uh, when I started with the sheriff's department, I thought it was going to be a transition. Mm -hmm. I never in a million years thought I was going to. To what? What do you transition to with, with that? Well, so when I, when I started with the sheriff's department, I had been working retail and mm -hmm. I decided uh, retail wasn't for me. Look, they it's work, not for many people. They have, they work on weekends, they work holidays, <laughs> they work late into the night. And so what are like, so you know what would be better? A job that literally has zero time yeah, off. Yeah, 365 days a year, yeah, four hours a day. Retail for Christmas and New Year. Yeah, at least. <laughs> and they probably, most of them close at like nine o'clock. So, um, so again, I thought it was going to be transition, uh, a transition. Dad was okay with it because it was the sheriff's department. He got, oh, I'd be safe in the jail. <laughs> yeah. So, so he was okay with me doing that. And, and I had a lot of law enforcement in my family. So, it, but then it was a, a fit, but it was not like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like from a very young age, you knew you wanted to make movies. You were infatuated with movies, every aspect of it. Um, the movie making and, mm -hmm. and all of that. And um, so even like as a kid, I think at one point I wanted to be a lawyer and mm -hmm. one time I wanted to be an actress, um, which wouldn't have worked out for me. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. She's pretty dramatic. I, I'm dramatic, but I have stage fright. Come on. I didn't want to do this. <laughs> I mean, but again, very low key. Uh, just having a shit time. Uh, I, I honestly think, uh, while I think... So I think there's some people who are completely built for one trajectory, right? I think I think film is that for me. I don't think there's any way I could pivot to anything else. 
other than on like entrepreneurship maybe right. but that but then again to I would, support that to support my yeah. my film addiction right uh, whereas I think some people have a couple different trajectories I think I think while um, law enforcement was you know a good trajectory for you I also really think that um, teaching could have been good for you because I think you excelled at being a coach and I think an extension of that would be teaching. I think, especially at like the high school level. But you know, in my assignments, because I've had very diverse assignments and variety, mm-hmm. um, you're kind of allowed to do all of those things, right? Yeah. Be a leader, uh, be a coach, um, you know, be someone's mom, even, yeah. you know, at work. So you get to do all of those things at work um, at different times and in different assignments. So, so it really was, especially because I think you have a shorter attention span than most. I think it was uh, a necessity yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I moved like until, uh, until I worked in Apple Valley, I moved every three years throughout my career. Um, and, and each time it was very new and very different. So it was fun and exciting. I think you have to be a certain personality type for that. I know a lot of people, especially even in our organization who are creatures of habit and if they got moved somewhere they would lose their minds oh yeah uh, i would lose my mind i've had to stay somewhere forever i get it yeah it's boring I, I look i've only been i've only been at my spot for like i think two years and every day is pain every day it's those cds jenny it's those it's cds, CDs. But I mean, hey, the, the CD task is one of many meticulous tasks that I, I, I have been given and just just taking my, the time away. By the way, I love being busy at work because it makes the day go right. faster. I was busy all day, but I tell you what, the day was the longest day of my life. Push a button. Put it in. Push the button. Yeah, and it's one of the, I, the the ones with the tray that comes out of oh, the thing. So you, so you have to now, wait. Now, for now that, that noise is in my brain forever. Just and then the rattle of the, the, the tray. Ooh. I never want to see a computer again. You have to do more tomorrow. I only got through half of them. Yeah. So I'll be doing this for the rest of my life. You got it. I, so... so Let's let's pivot back to um, how how you, how you perceive that, right? So you have both ends of the spectrum from both of your kids, right? What do you think would be better? Is it better to know exactly what you want and then kind of feel like you're? Oh, I've always been envious of you. Oh, really? Yeah, that that you always knew, and I I don't know it. It just makes well. I've always thought, and that's why I said. You know, I always thought of it as a blessing, but I didn't know how you felt about it because you don't always get to do what you want. Like, yeah. like when you do those uh, weddings and stuff. Oh, I hate them. No, you love them. <laughs> Very creative. Um, but, but so I, I thought, hey, she's using a lot of her, yeah. her equipment. She's, u- but you hate it. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know if not being able to create a project or see something come to fruition all the time, you know. I don't know, over a six-month period or a year period, if that was very discouraging or... I, I think, can I tell you, I will say one of the things that I think has really helped that is, is stuff like this. Finding ways to have, like, very small creative outlets yeah. that I think give me something, like, midweek to look forward to and I feel like I'm putting something out into the world that is positive. Because even if, even if no one hears this, right... I still think maybe if like someone stumbles across it and it's a conversation that I think they needed to hear, hey, 
we did we did our service for the day. I think I think that's really benefit. I think that's as fulfilling, if not more so sometimes oh, sure. than some of the work I do that is video work. Right. Um. So that's helped, because I tell you what, there are days where it, it is like, especially if I've been doing a lot of non-video work at my job, uh, it it feels sometimes like. Like I, I'm, I, I feel like I'm not doing anything with my life. Yeah. Even though I'm, from the outside, you go, oh, you have a, you know, a stable job. You have oh, a house. Yeah, you, you, you own your home and you have a good relationship. But if I'm not putting something out there that I'm, I'm proud of, right. it, it hurts. Yeah. Agony. Yeah. Well, um, my second part of that okay. was, so from the time you were, very little we always as a family went to the movies and uh-huh. it was kind of a big deal and we i think everybody in our well at that time the three of us we loved the experience the whole experience so is it you do you think because of your passion and your love that's why we do it all the time because think about it every christmas what do we do we go to the movies yeah. we do our christmas thing with family and then in the afternoon the four of us go to the movies well, and what has been the most agonizing part of, of covid okay. other than not seeing families not being able to go to the movies <laughs> not being able to go to the movies we kind of fix that a little bit we go get the popcorn yeah but it's still not the same like i love i, I love the excitement of like on an opening night yeah. going to a movie that we've been looking forward to like seeing tra- i'm just seeing movie trailers like oh, yeah. I, i'll watch them on online but not it's the not same. the same yeah. like as see that experience you get or, or like when you go to a movie on opening night and the like the audience reaction to things is sometimes I mean that again double edged sword because I've been in the worst movie audiences of all times a lot of people sleeping a lot of people talking out loud at least you don't snore well maybe back then I did but there maybe. were times when I fell asleep I'm talking about maybe like, that's why I don't need so much sleep I I'm talking movies. about people who are like in their chair like head head back just just full open mouth snoring why did they go to the movie could you imagine paying twelve dollars i've done it jenny you know i've done it yeah but you went as a group like i've seen people by themselves sleeping that would make no sense so is it so is our love for it as a group because of you or vice versa i I think it's probably a little both i think i think maybe um uh, me loving our family trips to the movies mm. and stuff has magnified my love of film. Mm. Like, I think maybe that was something I was really interested in. And then the fact that it was something we did as a family has made it, you know, exponentially grow into, you know, what I'm passionate about. And then now, in the reverse, you guys have seen that I have an addiction to film and are now feeding that addiction. Well, through. and you do know that things have gotten better, but uh, fresh out of college uh-huh. um, and with your film degree and all of that, um, going to the movies with you was sometimes miserable. Oh, no, people still, <laughs> people still to this day. I, I, so I, I've been ranting about that Woman in the Window movie because I think it's awful because of the potential of it, right? Yeah. Big stars. Almost exclusively Academy Award winners, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in, very nicely shot. Like, the cinematography is really nice. They even yeah, have really pretty. interesting concepts, like with the, the car in the kitchen, like in the stage play look. Very interesting. But the script is so dumb, I, I want to light the whole movie on fire. It's such garbage. What a waste of my time. Uh, so I've been ranting and raving about that at work. And I had a coworker who was like, Oh yeah, I kind of like that. I go, oh, how could you like that garbage? And I'm talking about what's wrong with it. And and my coworker goes, why can't you just let people enjoy things? <laughs> well, sometimes we've we've gone to the movies and as we're walking out, you'll tell us how bad it was or why it was uh-huh. bad. I'm like, 
I'm not sure we should have paid for that education. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good though. I mean, look, I, I think I, I have boundaries. Like I I will 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 simp for Star Wars every second of every day. Like I we never walked out of Star Wars. I go, well, the cinematography in this score is actually very stupid. Uh, like I will turn my brain off for certain genres. Yeah. Superhero movies, uh, Star Wars, um, big dumb CGI movies. But sometimes, like, if we're going to an Oscar contender, I'm going to give you my full, my, my, the full bore of my, yeah. my education. Hey, this was the first year we saw all of the uh, nominated films. Before. Well, you Usually. have. You, you have. I've never seen all of them before. The before Oscars. they, yeah. Usually, and usually I don't even make it all the way through them before. I usually catch a lot of them after. So COVID did help in that. Well, because they streamed a lot. Yeah, because normally we have to go to the theaters and it's, could you imagine seeing some of those movies in theaters? No. We would have hated it. Yeah. Uh, some of them would probably have had to go to Pasadena, too. Oh, yeah. We would have not been able to see those here. We had to, I mean, so yeah, there is one silver lining to a national pandemic. Or, sorry, worldwide pandemic. Uh, but yeah, so I think, going back to your question, I think, I think yeah, it was, it was uh, symbiotic, mm. I think. The, the family's love of film made me love film more. And because you knew I love film, you guys took me to the movies more. But I'm glad. I think it's a really great hobby to have. I think it's you too um, a lot, especially now. Because think about it. Now you're the one getting the tickets, yeah. making the, you know, we're going on well, this time. and it's Well, and, and that's, I think I just, I, I think you and dad are retirement brain now. So you're not planning things no, like so it's that. before retirement. No, 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 I'm talking about even now. No. Uh, Garrett's never really had the gumption to, to, to plan events like this. So I think it's, it's my obligation. Because I think, I think we all do still love going to the movies. Yeah. So I think, I think it's important to do that. Plus, if we go on Tuesdays for the whole family, it's only $25. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah. Five bucks each? Yeah. Plus, because I have a, a membership. Because, again, we go to the movies a lot. Uh, yeah. I, 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 do you have anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Okay, well, let's see if they come. Oh, I do. Okay. I did want to say, I really did think, you know, I came straight from Arizona uh-huh. here. Yes. I really did think in studio meant I was going to have hair and makeup. I'm just saying, and nothing. Did the girl not come to you? She didn't. Oh, see, look, this is why you can't get good help nowadays. <laughs> I'm firing her as soon as the show's over. Got it. Got flyaways, got all the stuff going And I'm going to let her know that it was because of my guests. I'm going to go, hi, I know you have a family to support. But my, my guest said that you didn't give her hair and makeup, so I guess you're fired. Zero zilch. Oh, fine. And, and look, I love, natural. You, I, I, love, I love that you're doubling down and, and you're okay with this woman who has 16 children, <laughs> mind you, not <laughs> being able to put food in no, their No, don't mouth. let her go. Uh, um, I'm going to tell her. Uh, I'm fine. It's fine. But I really, I, I thought this was a great conversation. I really enjoyed having you on. Let's I check always love talking to you. <laughs> okay, well... You have to say that you're my mom. It's the truth. You know that's part of the bit, actually, is when I upload these episodes in the description, I even though you weren't listening up until, like, last week... You never invited me to listen. I understand. It was because I was I, I was trying to, like, fine-tune the formula mm-hmm. before I wanted to put things out Did there. Did you tell everyone why I'm on this one? Oh, uh, the reason she agreed to come on this one is because her favorite number is 32, and this is the 32nd episode of the show. Yes, it is. And again, borderline sociopaths. Yes. Uh, posterity. But uh, in the description of every single episode up till today, 32, in the description I always put, don't worry, you're still going to like the episode, Mom. 
ah. in the description. So now, maybe this will be the first time that's not true. Yeah. Well, I no only saw it so far. I've only seen Garrett's and Asia's. Well, I mean, you don't need to watch the whole thing, but you should watch going forward. Okay. I will. Maybe mm-hmm. live. Maybe, maybe Except live. Except my, li- my last live one didn't work out very well for me. And it's kind of the other reason, not just hair and makeup, but I came here because I was worried. Worried about the technology. Yes. And then you'd just be mad at me. I would. Well, no, I wouldn't be mad at you for, for not showing up. It would be that you wouldn't tell me till last minute. You'd be like, I could have figured it out. And then I'd be like, well, it's 710 now. And what am I going to do? Yeah. I'm technologically... Challenged. Challenged, for sure. Technologically incompetent, if you will. Challenged, I prefer. I, I, I think Be gracious, I Jenny. <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right. I'm a gracious host. <laughs> All right. So, I, I know you don't do it. Like, usually I offer the, the guest a plug. Um, do you want to plug Yeah, that movie. I mean, that show. You want to show. plug that show? Yeah. Because I, yeah, I, I think you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, I wish someone would have commented and let us know what that is. I think it's good, and it's about friends, and... I If if I find out what it is, I'll put it in the description of the episode. Is that her name? Catherine Heigl? Is that her name? Yes, Catherine yeah. Heigl. Yeah, she produces it and everything. Well, I think she's kind of a garbage actress too. It's good. I, I you should try it. Uh, you know, you're you're alienating yourself. I feel like a lot of people now are gonna listen to this. And go, they're gonna watch that show and go, wow, why would I listen to anything that woman says? This show's garbage. Oh, they should try it. Well, yeah, they you should try it. I won't try it. It's I, good. as soon as I saw the trailer running on Netflix, they go, mm, not for me. Oh, that's not right. You should give it a chance. <laughs> okay, I'll do what I do for every show. If I don't like it in the first episode, okay. Try. Cancel it. Okay. Get back to me. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us. We're live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Uh, follow the show on platforms. I'm gonna. Oh, wow. Look at that. Uh, a, a recommendation from me, Mom. Oh, that's the point. If you, if you, if you wouldn't, <laughs> if, you, if you don't take it from her, her mouth, then take it from mine. Uh, yeah, but uh, subscribe to. On whatever platform you listen to. I, I'm not trying to plug this show hard. Okay. But I appreciate your time. I love you. Uh, oh, I love you too. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye.